had a student, they were making goals for their writing project, and um, one of the students actually made us her goal. I want to actually listen to the feedback that I get. And this is like kind of like a high flyer student. She's a really great writer, and but she was admitting to me that she hadn't really been paying attention to feedback from anyone. And she said that you know it had been pretty much throughout her time here in the middle school. And so um, I I started thinking like, wow, how could I support her? What can I do differently uh, to have the feedback mean a little bit more? My name is Rob Van Nood. And I'm Jeffrey Silverstein. You're listening to Elevate, a podcast about big ideas, little projects, and everything in between. Educators and students share their short, elevator pitch-sized stories to raise your awareness of all the interesting things that are going on here at Catlin Gable School. In this episode of Elevate, I sit down with 8th grade English teacher Holly Walsh to talk about how she used action research and support from the EdLab team to reimagine how to give and use feedback with writers in her class. I teach writing, and um, it's a best practice to get students feedback on their writing that they can, they can respond to, and, um, and that needs to be kind of pretty timely. And so I was trying to figure out a way to get them to attend to the feedback that I was giving them. And because too often I would notice that I would put in hours into um, giving feedback with comments on papers and students were not necessarily attending to these comments, nor were they attending to peer review comments. And, um, and it all it came about when I had a student, they were making goals for their writing project and... Um, one of the students actually made us her goal. I want to actually listen to the feedback that I get. And this was like kind of like a high flyer student. She's a really great writer. And, but she was admitting to me that she hadn't really been paying attention to feedback from anyone. And she said that, you know, it had been pretty much throughout her time here in the middle school. And so um, I, I started thinking like, wow, how could I support her? What can I do differently uh, to have the feedback mean a little bit more because here it is we have a student who really cares a lot and, and it's just for whatever reason um, it doesn't seem meaningful so I thought about what we do in our high school or what we used to do in our high school which was these like writing conferences where you would sit down with your teacher and you would kind of go over your work and um, the teacher would review the comments that they put on your paper and um, and then the student would basically engage in this dialogue about their work notating where they wanted to make improvement and that's great for high school because they have free periods and they have these times during which you can make these appointments with teachers. But we don't really have that time in the middle school. We, they don't have free periods. And um, and I've, over the years, I've realized that having students meet me at lunch is not necessarily healthy for, for them or for me um, because it's the only time that I can actually meet with um, the people in which I collaborate. So... You know, I, I was sort of thinking, like, how can I replicate that? How can I find the time to um, to meet with these kids in a more personal way? And so I, I came up with this idea. Well, maybe I can create some kind of Google Sheet where um, I'm providing comments regarding specific goals that they establish for their writing, and then they respond to those comments, and I respond to 
to their work and we just sort of have like this dialogue about um, that particular focus of their writing and um, so basically we'd be meeting but we'd be meeting um, in this document and I thought about it and um, you know I I put some time into like what kinds of questions would I ask how would you know where would this conversation live outside of the document and then I realized that it still it still felt a little impersonal. Um, I shared it with a few students, and um, and they said, "Yeah, you know, that's sort of still the same thing. You're still just writing comments, and you know, we're reading them, and it may be a little bit better, but what about if we just like read our papers to each other? Um, because they were interested in how to have peer review go a little bit better. And I said, "Sure, let's let's run with this. Let's try it." And so. Um, Rather than having the peer review where you have people switch papers and you write comments on it and then you just give it back, students actually read their work to one another and were notating where to make changes. Sometimes the, the writer would read her paper aloud and the, um, the reviewer would write on the, on the document. Sometimes the writer would read the paper aloud and the writer would make comments. And then they, sometimes they would switch roles. Um, and we experimented with this. like. You know, reading your work aloud is really important, but also hearing your work be read aloud uh, allows you to have a different understanding of, of the ideas and how they're coming across. So student found, students found this to be super helpful, and even though it's a little bit more time-consuming, um, they, they kind of want to continue that with our next writing project. So, um, so did, did you find this... Um, process working for all students or were there still students who felt uh, reluctant to to you know make their changes or actually read I mean what how did the process work for for the majority of kids the majority of students you know we have small classes and so I can kind of check in with people pretty easily the majority of students really liked it what I was worried about was how would this work with someone who doesn't have Good reading skills uh, when they're reading aloud, or how would this work with students who, uh, you know, that kind of personal connection, reading your work aloud or reading someone else's work aloud, might not feel right. Like they just um, maybe they don't have the social skills yet. But I didn't get any of the feedback that that was ever a problem. And I would, you know, I let the students leave the room and find little nooks in the school to kind of go do this. And I really and truly, even the most quiet, most reserved students were engaged in this pretty thoroughly. So I think that, I don't know if this would really work in a place where students didn't know each other and feel safe, you know, and, and I didn't start off the year in this way. I don't know if I could. So I think that you need to build some trust before you do something like this. And I also think that the students needed to build trust with me to even try doing this. And how were the, how did you make these pairings or these groups? I mean, are these ongoing or do you envision them constantly rotating or do you see it as something where you develop this trust with one or two other people and and spend a whole year really deepening that trust that's a cool idea i did not explore that basically i used old school popsicle sticks to create the pairs since the students had two different options with um what writing piece they were creating for the last project they could create a narrative and emulation of the author we studied, or they could do a comparative paper comparing the book to the movie. And um, so that kind of limited some of the pairings. Um, but yeah, I like I like your idea of creating maybe um, 
a more intimate, like a smaller group of people who you work with for longer periods of time. So far, I've just experimented with just mixing it up with popsicle sticks each time. And people have liked having different perspectives. Like, I think if it were the same perspective every time, um, I don't think it would be nearly as powerful. Right. Like, they having this variety gives gives some more yeah. energy to, to the writing. Um, have you noticed a change in their, even in this short period of time, a change in their what they're producing or... Are they going back and looking at old writing? I mean, how many sessions of this have you done? They did, let's see, I think they did six sessions for this one paper. Five or six. It depends on if they wrote a narrative or if they wrote um, the comparative essay. But um, what I found is that I, they were talking about it more, and they were talking about um, ways of improving their paper more rather than just sort of like the quick exchange of the paper the writing of the comments and give it back and then it just sort of dies I found that they came back in talking about the papers and I was really worried that they would just like kind of go off and socialize and super refreshed that that's not what happened and the section that I chose to experiment with wasn't necessarily I wouldn't call them the strongest section so and I, I kind of did that intentionally I wanted to see like well how can students who some of them have a little difficulty uh you know, tuning in, staying focused, like, how's this going to work with them? And it, I was, I'm super surprised. Um, there was one time when two girls who are really good friends got paired together and, uh, and I had to kind of just, I stayed near them just to make sure they stayed on track. And I'm sure they were aware with me, like, you know, walking around being really close to them, but I think they would have needed that. Um, because, you know, no matter how interesting your paper is or how interesting this technique is, what's happening with your friend might be more interesting, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Always the case. Um, so last question. Have you had a chance to share this with any other colleagues? Have you debriefed this? Like, what moving forward, where do you think this, what you've learned, um, can influence maybe the rest of the middle school or beyond? Yeah, you know, um, sadly, our English department hasn't been able, we don't have time during which we can meet because there's never a time when one of us isn't teaching. So I haven't had the opportunity. I've talked to people briefly about it at lunch and, um, and there's, you know, interest. I think some people are intimidated by the time that it takes. It takes a little longer than just the, the switcheroo of the papers. Um, but I, I do think that it could be powerful for any age kid really um and it's a matter of what you prioritize in your classroom we i i'm okay with like giving time to things i think really are educational and really pushing them for for further with their skills but uh and so i'm willing to make that investment but other people might feel differently about their their curricula you know they might think that other other areas might need to be you know where they put their time but yeah i really I haven't really had the opportunity to share it with many people, except Ed Lab team. Right. Yeah. Um, any other things that you want to say about this? Any gems? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out, in general, how to use less paper. And uh, one idea that I have is um, requiring me to use more paper. So I was thinking it'd be kind of cool to have a printed copy of the piece for both the writer and the reader. 
Uh, they were sharing it before, and I thought that was fine. But if the writer and the reader both have their copies, then they can both be maybe notating a little bit more. But again, we're using more paper. But maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe we can use iPads with pencils or something like that. Or I don't know. The paper piece, though, is definitely a goal that I, uh, I still need to meet. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's sort of what I'm thinking. I'm also thinking of other techniques. Like this technique worked really well, but maybe there are other techniques too that can work for creating that um, that closer relationship during the the feedback process. I thought about you know, there's only one of me. Ideally, it'd be really cool if the kid read me her paper or if I read the kid's paper to her. Um, but I just don't know how I would do that given the schedule that we currently have. Right. So some limitations. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for joining me on this conversation. Thank you.